Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Steve Edge is here. Morning, Steve. Morning. Morning. Look at us doing the proper show. I know. Up bright and early. Can't believe they've allowed us in the week. Usually we're, we're you know, we're that, the, the black sheep of the Absolute Radio family, stuck on a Sunday morning, and here we are, spreading our wings on a Monday. Yeah. Happy yeah. days, happy days. Uh, Glenn's here as well, of course, and Emma. Hi, guys. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Welcome. Well, thanks very much for having us. It's. Uh, I'm hoping for you guys to sort of uh, get us through, really. You know what? how it usually works. We don't want to be like, uh, oh, yeah, and, and don't be taking the mickey, you know what I mean? Don't be like, oh, Dave usually lets us get the hamster out. You know what I mean? We're not like <laughs> the teacher. <laughs> <laughs> you so we were told you were going to wheel in the big telly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love the big telly in a box. I mm. love that. Love it. So this morning, obviously we're here through till 10 o'clock. Now, the six o'clock hour, what I like to do is, is sort of give a salute to those people who are up at this hour of the day. Like, because this is not a natural time for anyone to be up. So you've been forced to be up, whether it's because uh, of kids, because of, uh, you know, work, or, or maybe it's just the sort of person you are, maybe just coming in from work, or whatever. But what we're going to do is, uh, I've asked recently on uh, on social media, I asked people to tell me uh, why they're up, what has got them up at this ridiculous hour of the morning, and you are automatically, if you're listening right now, you are automatically in the six o'clock army. Okay, you're in it because you're awake, and I will give you uh, your ranks uh, as and when, I find out why you've been uh, dragged out of your pit this morning, whether it's for work or pleasure or accidental. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. So, uh, the first things first, uh, what we need to do is give ourselves ranks in the six o'clock army for being up at this ridiculous hour, I would say. Um, so, uh, Steve, how do you feel yeah. about... Uh, s- I like the alliteration as well, so like Second Lieutenant Steve. Oh, that sounds nice, yeah. Sounds good. You like how, many, how many stripes have I got on my arm? Is that like two or something, probably? Something. You don't know, do you? It's one. It's like one. <laughs> it's one. Okay. Uh, okay. This is how many you got? Health. Just out of curiosity, how many you got on your arm? Well, I've is got it, like is a, it, is it like uh, a sleeve of, of, of I've, stripes? I've got an emblem, really, like an actual mm, emblem with a God, crown on a it. Picture of the Queen's face on it. All right. Yeah. Um, I'm Field Marshal Manfred. Cool shot. Cool shot, mm. yeah. Have you got a little tash? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Okay, that's right. As long as you've got the tash, it's fine. Okay, boy. Okay, boy. <laughs> step back in Step back in line. Um, I didn't see you at camouflage practice this morning. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, right, so that's you. That's... Uh, Little old gag there from the seventies, uh, right? <laughs> uh, second Lieutenant Steve uh, Glenn. Yeah, it's a tricky one with alliteration, unless you go General Glenn. Yeah, the alliteration doesn't <laughs> quite work as well. Um, so I think I just think a nice, a nice flow. Maybe Colonel Glenn. Captain I'll take Colonel Glenn. Glenn. Colonel Glenn. Colonel yeah. Glenn sounds nice. So the L's flow off the tongue there, and Emma. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can take something general because that's a J sound for Jones. Yeah, you've got a J sound. And I think yeah. they're quite high up, aren't they? 
General. Is this how the army really works? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My name rhymes with something high ranking. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, I like it. That's how it should work. <laughs> Step back in line, Second Lieutenant Steve. Uh, yeah. <laughs> bit of a mouthful mine, isn't it? <laughs> it is a bit, really. Maybe I should have gone with, um, maybe I should have gone with Sergeant Steve. Uh, uh, you know. so, do we have sergeants? I think we must have sergeants. Yeah, so let's go with Sergeant Steve then. You can be Sergeant Steve. Uh, Glenn is uh, General, General Glenn. And Emma, I mean, Cadet? Is, is that too far down? That's too far. Down. Is that a I want to be general because that's got a picture of a crown, a star, and a sword. So I think. That's... What about venture scout? How far down we go in the, no. the packing order? Here? No. Cub? No, no. Let's go with. Uh, so what? What, what do you want to be? Emma, that's what we'll go with. <laughs> well, I think with the alliteration, I should do general something. General. Major general. Ge- is, is, have we already got a major general? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's not a major general here. Let's. It's only Monday. Let's see how modern, of a modern major general. What <laughs> <laughs> Friday brings. All right, we'll go with uh, General Jones. That, that's us sorted out. And now we're going to have a little look through the uh, actual army, not the actual army, our six o'clock army, to see why you guys are up. So if you're up and early this time of the morning, let me know uh, why you're up. What has dragged you out of your pit? Is it work? Is it pleasure? Is it kids? What is it? Let me know. And uh, and your name. Obviously, put your name in there because, as we know, as we've decided, uh, the army rankings are based simply on alliteration. Yeah, what sounds good, yeah. And what sounds good. Uh, so uh, we've got a few uh, already. Jimmy Jones... I mean, he's already got an alliteration in yeah, his name. He's a comedian, isn't he? Uh, Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy Jones says uh, he's in South Wales. Uh, he says, I get up at 6 a.m. to have an hour's peace before the troops assemble. So he's actually. He's got his own army. He's got his own little army. He has, hasn't he? Uh, well, he sounds like a general. Do you think a general, Jimmy Jones? General Jimmy We're, ha- we're handing out a lot of generals here at this There's a lot state. of generals. My fellow general. Okay. Well, you know, you need a lot. <laughs> you need a lot of. You know, people to to run the army. You know what I mean. Yeah. This is uh, this is how it works. Our army is very much the uh, uh, lions led by donkeys <laughs> phrase. I think that's yeah, happened yeah. before. Um, Cheryl Lacey. Let's see. We go with Cheryl Lacey. Uh, my other half is a postie, so I'm up anywhere from four fifteen onwards. Uh, by six, I have usually done the housework, and then I'm preparing for a, a, a mid morning snooze around this time of the morning. Oh, okay. So that's a postie. That's a proper job, isn't it? This hour of the mm. morning. Yeah. Up and out. Um, you're very Shelley, though. What, Shelley? Sh- Sh- Staff, Cheryl, Sergeant? Cheryl. Staff Sergeant. Staff, Staff Sergeant. Staff Sergeant. Staff Sergeant Cheryl. She doesn't yeah. say who her, what her husband's name is, but no, I'm just going to... unfortunately, gonna... can't get in the army then. That's how it works. That's how it works. And uh, Theresa Jane, up at six o'clock every morning to let the puppy out for a poo. Uh, <laughs> that's, I mean, that again is a, it is a proper job. It does need doing. Is it army? What about nautical? What about navy? We, we, you haven't entertained midshipman, bosun. Oh crikey! Oh, wow, yeah, there's other, the, yeah, the, yeah. Oh, I mean, I'd have to open up another internet page to find out what those <laughs> rankings are. I've got, I've got them all in a row. Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's stick with the army for now. But yeah, certainly over the next song or two, I could certainly uh, pop into that one. I'm going to go officer cadet. If you're only getting up to let a dog out for a poo, is that? It's not. For the rest of the world, is it that you're doing that? That's purely for yourself. So, no. uh, Officer Cadet Theresa Jane, you're in the six o'clock army. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio.
matters. Are you guys? Because obviously, for me and Steve, we're, we we don't have to get up at this silly hour usually. Mm. Glenn, is is it something your body clock just gets used to? Are you, are you into it now? Never, no. Never. Even on like once it gets to Friday, once the show finishes, it's like you're yeah. trying to catch like thirty seconds sleep between songs. And um, I <laughs> I hope I hope Dave and Matt don't hear that. But um, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> just it's like just a, a desperate attempt at survival. A sit up sleep. Yeah, I know. Mm. What about you, Emma? Are you used to it now? Yeah, no, literally never. And I get to get up more than an hour later than usual now that we're working from home and it's still Ah. a struggle. It's weird, isn't it? I mean, I'm up anywhere with kids. I'm sure you're the same, Steve. Hmm. Sort of up... Uh, but you don't... There's a difference of being up, but being presentable and... You know, willing... Awake. (laughs) And also... Sound awake, yeah. Yeah, and for people who are off to their, like in inverted commas, proper jobs, uh, listening along. There was. I remember when I used to do XFM breakfast show in, in Manchester about 10 years ago, one of the rules was, he used to say to me, the, the boss used to say, never moan about being up at this hour of the morning because you're finished at 10 and there's people mm. driving to their proper jobs <laughs> who are in all day So and they don't want to hear yeah, you that, moaning. That is true. But that's why on the Sunday, everything's forgiven on our Sunday show because nobody should be up early on a Sunday. I'd, I'd even let the Queen have a little moan mm. about being up early, you know what I mean? But in the week, yeah. I remember there was a moment, I never got used to it doing, I did about a year and a half of breakfast and I never got used to it. And I remember the moment I realised that it wasn't for me and I had to put in my notice to say I'm not going to do breakfast anymore. And I was leaving the house. It was a beautiful spring morning. The sun was out, uh, the trees were green. And as I was sort of walking to the car, I could just hear some birds tweeting loudly in the trees. Mm. And I looked up at the birds and I went, Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> and that was the moment for me. Not for me. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a morning person. I don't think I'm a morning person. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! So <laughs> that was my moment. Uh, but if you are up and about this morning, you are, of course, automatically allowed to be in the six o'clock army. We do not mention it after seven o'clock. So let us know what has dragged you up this morning, why you were up. Uh, it could be something mundane, like letting the dog out for uh, for its... Uh, uh, bits and bobs uh, or you may be doing something important to, to get the world going so let us know Jason Absolute Radio Manford. where real music matters now uh, very helpfully, Dave Berry has left me some uh, well, some little clips of uh, getting to know the other people on The Breakfast Show, because obviously Glenn I, I don't get to work with very often, Emma we just met this morning. Um, so... Very helpfully, he's left us these. Are you looking forward to this, Glenn, to find out what Dave's got to say about you? No, I'm full of dread. I I trust Dave implicitly, but we've been doing this show for a couple of years now, so this could be anything. This could be his way, his, mm. his way of getting back. Good morning, Jason. Good morning, Steve. Uh, firstly, thank you for looking after the show whilst I'm away slash still indoors. I thought I'd take this opportunity to introduce you to a couple of members of my team, starting with Glenn Moore. Glenn is an Edinburgh-nominated comedian and the sports reader on my show. He once binge-watched the entire final series of The American Office and Frasier in the same day. It took him 16 hours straight. (laughs) He once fell in a lake behind a comedy venue just before going on stage. Glenn likes to take his trousers down fully when at airport security. Okay. And his father calls him Glenjamin Netanyahu. That's Glenn. (laughs) Well, I feel like I've got a good understanding of who you are, Glenn. Yeah, without any context whatsoever. Dave's left out a lot of vital information there, but I'm willing to keep silent. (laughs) What is the one bit of that information you heard that makes you feel that you need to explain it further? 
uh, likes to pull my trousers down at airports. Um, so that what's was going pu- on there? It, it was purely by accident. We addressed it on the show a couple of weeks ago. We were going right. through. I was going through a metal detector, and mm. obviously you have to take off your belt. And the moment yeah. I took off my belt, just as a complete reflex, just pulled my trousers down. Um, <laughs> and just, it was just a nightmare. We were talking like absolutely packed Stansted Airport. Wow. Like 8 a.m. on a Monday. Horrible moment. And I think about Weirdly, it every day. Many of those anecdotes are only from the last couple of weeks. And yet I feel it sums it up perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Well, I feel like we definitely know Glenn more than we probably needed to, but, but we've we've got there. So I'm I'm very much looking forward to yours, Emma. I'm not. Now, we're still in the middle of the uh, 6 o'clock army, of course. Oh, we're getting towards the end of the 6 o'clock army. We don't like to mention it after 7 o'clock. It's our little club. It's our little club. Secret uh, army. Our secret army, yes. Mm. Um, I think you're right. I think we probably need to open it up uh, to the other um, Voices, rankings. what, the Navy and... Uh, yeah, yeah, the Navy and RAF. stuff. So they sort of sound better, some of them, as well. I mean, I, I like being... What am I? What am I? Am I feel- you were a uh, field marshal. I'm yeah. field marshal. Yeah, I quite like the sound. I can see of what them. you're looking at. You're Which one am I looking at? Marshal of the Royal Air Force. Is Marshal that of the Royal Air Force. Admiral of the Fleet, you fancy, Admiral you? of the Fleet. I do like the sound of that. <laughs> I do like the sound of that. Yeah, they're all, they all sound good, to be honest. I um, to be a Commodore. Well, hello. Wrong call. Um, <laughs> uh, we, uh, let's see what we've got. Uh, Viv Gil- in Guildford. Uh, my challenge for today, uh, getting up today, is a daily one-mile jog. I teach three Zoom fitness classes and then plan to sunbathe every afternoon, all with the great company of Absolute Radio as the backing banter stroke music. That's why I'm up at six o'clock. Vi- mm. I think Vice Vice Admiral Viv. Okay, yeah, like that. Vice Admiral <laughs> yeah. Viv, yeah. Vice Good. Admiral. She's Admiral of Vice. No, but she, we don't right. have an Admiral, so she's just she's never going to actually be Admiral. She's just Vice forever. <laughs> we haven't got an Admiral yet. No, no. not yet. It's quite. It's, it's actually quite an insult, isn't it, to appoint somebody Vice Admiral when there isn't an Admiral? <laughs> yeah. No one in position. <laughs> yeah. Why am I not? It doesn't matter. Maybe an Adam. Yeah. An Adam would be perfect. We need. Yeah, a, yeah we need an Adam. Well, what about this? Andy Crane. Uh, he's. Uh, I don't think it's that one. Uh, from from Cannock in Staffordshire. Oh, that's where I'm from. Steve. Yeah. yeah. Being up at six o'clock three times already in the last week to be forced downstairs to watch Minecraft videos with my five-year-old. I'm so so tired. So look, I think I think we can make him an admiral, Admiral yeah. Andy Crane, uh, yeah. and then we've got Vice uh, Admiral Viv. Look at that. We, we've we've got two more entries into the six o'clock army. If you want to be part of the six o'clock army, all you've got to do is either text me eight twelve fifteen uh, on the text. Or get in touch on the social medias, Jason Manfon on Twitter, Absolute Radio on Twitter, all the various ones, and let me know why you're up, what your name is, and where you are from. And maybe tomorrow morning you can come on board on the six o'clock army. Jason Manford, Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Now, I don't want to be. Um, I am doing my job, Steve. I am doing. I am concentrating on doing the, the radio. But I am also on an auction website at the exact same time as doing oh, this. Oh, okay. What are you after? Well, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, the car, uh, yeah. has come up for sale. 
What, the actual car? Not the actual car from the film, but from the musical that I was in. Oh, okay. So I was I played Karatikus Potts. I don't know if you know this, Glenn and Emma, but I mm. played Karatikus no, Potts for uh, a couple of years uh, on tour. And because the show's not coming back anytime soon, uh, the company who owns all the equipment have put everything on this auction website. And, it, and it's mm. today. It, it's actually today that it okay. happens. But obviously nobody I can go anywhere. I thought if you'd been in the show, they'd just give you something. Just yeah. Give you it, yeah, they just they won't give you a five grand car, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Has it got the logbook and an MOT and everything? You check <laughs> all that. But are yeah, are no. you annoyed that you have to that you have to go and buy it back? Because when I was at uni, I lost a coat once, and they yeah. put in lost property for long enough. Eventually, they gave it to a charity shop, and I had to buy my own coat back from a charity <laughs> shop. <laughs> So is this what it feels like for you, buying an enormous, iconic Yeah, car? it does feel a little bit, you know, I've I put a bid in for a few things, actually. And um, what I've not done, even though my wife is in the next room, is told her that I've put a bid in for any of these things. Okay. So, so they could I, all arrive. Well, I've, 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 I've put a bid in. 750 quid, right, is uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang before she's built. Like So it's like the old... It's basically like a in a scrapyard. Right. Just been yeah. lying in Mr. Coggins' scrapyard. So I've put a, a cheeky bid in for that. Um, I've, uh, like a breakfast-making machine. I mean, it's, I don't know if it really makes breakfast in real life because all the eggs were fake and stuff, but <laughs> that's 250 quid. Yeah. Uh, Edison, the family dog, is like a radio-controlled dog. Oh, I'd have that. That's good. Yeah, I might have bid against cool. her on this. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else have I put in for? And then Chitty itself. Now Chitty's saying it's going to go for n- between six and nine thousand pounds, which is a ridiculous amount of money. Mm. Um, my, mine's not that. I've not put a bid in that high, but I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. That, yeah, uh, I mean it, it's high bids you've put in, but at least you mm. were in the show. If anyone beats you, then wh- yeah, who, what are you doing? Who, 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 were they playing the child catcher? Were they also in the cast? Are you just well, competing was- against other people who are in the show with you? Maybe just me and Martin Kemp. I'll get you Martin (laughs) so throughout the show because the auction is happening right now throughout the show to this morning I'll let you know as and when my uh, bid gets outbid by probably Kempy Good morning, it's Jason Manford and Steve Edge here on Absolute Radio. And there's various subjects we're going to be talking about uh, throughout the weeks. Various things happen to us and then I'd like to share them with you and then hear your responses to them. Now, one of the things that comes up quite a lot on our show is just rude things that children say. Like as in, they've got no filter, have they kids? They'll tell you your worst fear about yourself quite a lot you know um even yesterday morning uh, on father's day i'm opening up my father's day card right in the middle it says daddy you remind me of daddy pig that's what i got yesterday <laughs> nice nice daddy pig now what is what is the, the the one key thing about daddy pig he's big-headed and not very good at things that he thinks he's good at overconfident um, overconfident uh, he he's good at me. diving in you know jumping in muddy puddles i'll give him that and diving oh, he's very good champion. at diving but other than that he's not and he's got a big fat belly that's his overriding uh, <laughs> thing when it comes to daddy pig so anyway I, I didn't I didn't bring it up at the time so I didn't want to spoil the day but uh, this happened to me only last week right we were round at my mum's house so we're we're out the front you know doing the old social distancing and my gran is in the living room and I say to the kids right say something nice to, to Nana Manford Nana Manford's 96 
96, right? Oh. So I say, I say, say goodbye to Nan Manford and say something nice to her because she's 96. I don't know how long she's going to be here, guys. I don't, you know what I mean? She's, she's, she's an old lady. So I always say to the kids, whenever you see them, every time we're leaving, I go, go and give her a hug and, uh, and say something nice because, so at least you know, your last memory of her is something positive. That's the little thing that I have with uh, Nana. I mean, I've been doing that for 10 years and she's still here. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> God bless her. And, uh, my little boy, like a bit of a huff, said, bye, Nana, love you. I said, say something nice, say something nice. And he said, do you know what I love about you? And she, through the window, she even paused the chase, which is a hell of a compliment. That's big, that's very big. <laughs> that's big. And she says, what, sweetheart? And he said, in front of everybody, he said, even though you're a girl, you're still able to grow a moustache like a boy. <laughs> like, I know this woman has beaten breast cancer in the Blitz and now she's been insulted by a seven-year-old boy. But even though I was trying to get him to do something nice, it's totally backfired. He didn't yeah. see he that it was a negative. He something nice, though. He, he said he it was. was an achievement, didn't he? Yeah, he it's did. Like, nice. well done you. Also, yeah. off, off the record, as someone who can't really grow any facial hair, is it a good moustache? It's, you know, it's, it's not a full back chuckle, brother. Is it Lord Kitchener? No. It's not that, mate. Hey, this is my granny speaking about, guys. Like Pencil Tash, like World War One soldier. It's not, right, I'm moving David on. Niven. <laughs> she's a wonderful woman. And she, you know, thankfully she's got a wicked sense of humour and she had a good laugh about it and she sort of gave a little twirl. But, um... She, uh, <laughs> it did make me think how many times have people been insulted by children? What is the worst thing a child has ever said to you? Drop us a text, 8, 12, 15 on the text, um, and I'll rattle through some of the ones that I've been getting on the social media. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Becky Rand says, my then five-year-old daughter said to me, Mummy, you grew me in your tummy. You grew my sister in your tummy. You gave birth to us. So daddy's basically nothing to me, is he? Mm. <laughs> I mean, this there's is a lot, There's some logic in that. Mm. That's what, it's true. I, I yeah. think that's what kids think for the best of time. Yeah. What was your uh, contribution to this? Yeah, well, okay, because they don't know that no. bit, do they? Yeah, yeah. It's like you don't, you don't want to know. You don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah it is, it's awful. When, I, when you eventually find out, you will be sickened to your stomach. So don't ask me any more questions, okay? Does anyone want some toast? Know. I'm that guy. I'm that guy. I'm that guy. Tanya Evans says, when my son was five or six, she can't remember. She's not bothered. She's that sort of parent. He needed the loo halfway through watching Doctor Who on the telly. He asked me to pause it, but it wasn't a DVD. I said, you can't pause TV, honey. Yeah. Uh, to which he replied, Nanny can pause TV. I had to explain that Nanny had Sky and we don't because we couldn't afford it. He thought about this, walked to the door, stopped and turned. He looked me dead in the eye and said, Sky, believe in better before walking out the door. <laughs> <laughs> Who said advertising doesn't work? <laughs> I didn't realise the slogan was so brutal. Yeah, no, it really is, isn't it, when it's delivered like that? <laughs> Not getting the right trainers. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. What about you, Glenn? Have you ever been hurt by a child? Yeah, a few years ago, I was do already... Yeah. The, the, the circumstances were weird. I was doing a stand-up gig for children. Already, it wasn't ideal. Brutal. And brutal. Um, about halfway through the show, a, a, a one girl like put her hand up, which was a polite heckle anyway, but I, I sort of said, you know, what's up? And she said, I've got a joke for you. And she went, um, why are you so stupid? Uh, which already hurt. Wow. And I said, um, I, said I, don't, I don't know. And she said, because you don't know why you are. 
and that confused oh, like that's, 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 that's the deepest thing anyone's ever said to me and all the other kids <laughs> were like falling about laughing and I wanted to be like no you, I barely understood that you're five there's no way you got that joke yeah how did that go down <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I stormed off in tears yeah oh my goodness that, that is brutal yeah heckled by a child nobody wants that I had a kid in Edinburgh, at the Edinburgh Festival once mm. and uh, <laughs> I was doing one of my first gigs there and as I was sort of doing my bit I looked at he was sat with his mum and dad you know Edinburgh people like bring their nine year olds to a stand up comedy show it's mad and uh, I saw that like, there was like a book underneath his chair and I was like oh I wonder what that is so I thought oh I'll, get, I'll probably get a couple of minutes out of this <laughs> so I said excuse me mate he said yeah I said there's a book under your chair there what's that and he lifted it up and he said it's Harry Potter in case you were crap <laughs> I was like wow <laughs> wow when you looked again later was he reading it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> finished <laughs> Good morning, it's Jason Manford and Steve Edge on Absolute Radio. In for Dave Berry this week. We're having a chat this morning about those times where a child has insulted you, has left you just on the floor, maybe even in tears. They can be absolutely brutal at times. Uh, we've got Hannah on the phone. Morning, Hannah. Morning. Morning. Where are you calling from, my love? I'm calling from Bexhill in East Sussex. Lovely part of the world. All right, so tell us, so you've got kids yourself, you're a mum? I am, yeah, mum of three. Lovely stuff. And uh, and when have they reduced you to a quivering wreck? Well, <laughs> I've got two boys and a daughter. The boys are great. My daughter is great, but she's also a little bit savage. <laughs> um, just I see recently, she monitors your phone calls. Yes, yes, she does. <laughs> just recently, she, um, we were watching TV and somebody was talking about a balaclava. And she said, Mum, what's a balaclava? So I said, well, it's a, it's a hat that covers most of your face. You've just got eye holes and mouth holes. Mm, yeah. And uh, she turned around and she said, oh, babe, which she's never called me before. No. Nope. Babe, you should get one. Come on. And I think I must have, um, my face must have given away that I wasn't too impressed with that comment. And I said, yeah. why? And she said, no, no, I'm not being mean. I'm not being mean. But if you have one of those, nobody would see all your spots and your moustache. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah. It's the insult that keeps I on mean, giving. To be, to be fair, you shouldn't have asked why. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. Yeah. I'd have left it, Hannah. Yeah, and, I think uh, you're right. And anything else has this, uh, has this darling daughter of yours said? Well, that was just to me, but there was oh. a particular incident <gasps> when we went to the doctor's one day with a member of public, which I think right. might stay with me until the day I die. So basically, we went in and I gave her the speech. You know, we've got to sit in the waiting room, got to be good, got to be quiet. We walked in and there was a rather large lady sat oh, yeah. eating a bag of sweets. Oh, God. And uh, I saw Isla looking her up and down and I was like, oh, God, oh, God. Oh, no. And the lady saw her watching and she said, oh, would you like one of my sweets? Oh, and she nice. very sweetly turned around and said, oh, no, thank you. My mum doesn't let me have lots of sweets. Oh, no. <laughs> and I thought, oh, that's really lovely. Good girl. That was a really good response. And this lady turned around and said, oh, your mummy's right. Sweets aren't that good for you all the time. At which point she oh, no. literally oh, no. looked her up and down with a look oh, of God. disgust and loudly announced to a waiting room full of people, yeah, and I think you've had enough. Oh. Yeah. Tough one. 
tough one. Tough love. Mortified doesn't <laughs> quite cover well, it. It was probably only what the doctor was about to say. So. Well, <laughs> this, this may be true, yeah. but... Crikey. Crikey. Yeah, well, never, have, never have I wanted the ground to swallow me, swallow me up so much. Well, but. look, it was just the ground swallowing you up. Well, it sounds well. good. Right. Well, look, Hannah, thanks very much for, for joining in this morning. Have a lovely day. Thank you. You too. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Steve Edge is here. Now, I'm not quite sure how this happened, Steve, but no. there was a point on the breakfast show, on the Sunday show, where we were discussing uh, some bread that had been eaten outside my front porch. And yeah, it started I there, thought, didn't it? Yeah, I thought a fox had done it. My wife thought it was a magpie. Magpie. And anyway, you don't need to know how, but we've now come up with a cop show called Magpie and Fox. <laughs> yeah. That's basically the leap that we made. So uh, we're going to do episode one. So Adem's there with, he's got the sound effects ready. Uh, Steve, you're going to be Magpie. Just explain who Magpie is. Magpie is a, he's, a, he's not a gentleman thief. He's just a thief. Yeah. Uh, and this is, you know, he's been in prison for, oof, I don't know, 17 years, something like that. Yeah. It's a lot, arm robbery, know. wasn't it? He, yeah, he was sort of the sort. getaway guy on an yeah. arm robbery. He's a magpie, yeah. he can't stop nicking stuff. He's just yeah, that sort exactly. of guy, but you know. Yeah. Fox he's is cop, the, the, he? the he's the detective that put him away. <sighs> yeah, so they were long term yeah. uh, sort of frenemies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, a lot of respect Mag- for each other. <laughs> yeah, Magpie was the sort of informant that went went rogue at one point, mm, yeah. and Fox is uh, about to lose his job, but he's got one last case that he yeah. needs to try and sort before you know being kicked to the touch. Magpie, so I hope we don't see you darken these prison doors again. Yeah, yeah, you won't, won't see me again, yeah? Going straight, me. Going straight this time. Going to keep my nose clean. Magpie, get in the car. You got something wrong with your throat? No, I'm all right, but it's just what do you, want, get do you want a locket or something? I've got some lockets in my pocket. Just get in the car, son. Get in the car. They stick together, don't they? After a couple of days, they've been in here 17 years. Don't want a lozenge. Get in the car, son. I need to talk to you. All right, all right. We got to go to the boozer. The boozer. We've got to talk. All right. Why are you wearing those clothes? What do you mean these clothes? These top of the range, these clothes, mate. When I went in 17 years ago, this is this t-shirt's <laughs> from stolen from Ivor. <laughs> top listen, of the range, mate. Listen, I'm battling my own demons. We've got the boozer. We've got to talk about the next big job. Okay. All right. It's bigger than both of us. It's bigger than all the crime documentaries on Netflix. What's Netflix? Been in prison 17 years. <laughs> I heard yeah, you said it 12 times. Listen, it's a big job. If I don't do it right, I've got to hand in my badge and my gun. You've got a gun? <laughs> yeah, that's one of the reasons I've got to hand it in. All right. Is this, your, is this it. your vice, your character's vice? Yeah, that. And I'm Fox, so bins as well. That's my other vice. Right. I've changed, mate. I've changed. When I was in prison, I found God. Actually, I found Jesus. He was hiding under me bed with an old maid shiv. Uh, <laughs> wasn't Jesus, it was just a bloke from Wigan who lost it with long hair. <laughs> Listen, I don't want your bloody life story. we got a job to do. OK. Let's get out of here. What have I got myself into? Oh, that was part one of uh, Magpie and Fox, new cop show uh, yeah, for yeah. Absolute Radio. Uh, it, t- it takes to- a while for things to bed in, doesn't it? Don't forget that, you know. <laughs> if you watch well, the first Columbo, he doesn't seem like Columbo as much. He hasn't got all the... You've got to wait. You have to wait sometimes, you know. It's yeah, not always gold straight away. <laughs> if there's anybody from Netflix who wants to like make us an offer... 
Maybe uh, listen in, in a couple of days. Don't listen to the first one. Don't make yeah. a decision now. <laughs> Matters. We're talking this morning about the worst thing a child has ever said to you. When has a child crushed your spirits? It could be anything. Catherine Howard says, uh, in the car, uh, my grandson said, Grandma, your car smells the same as your house. I said, does it, darling? What does it smell of? He said, a bit mucky. <laughs> 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 oh. uh, oh, Deborah nice. says, my 11-year-old daughter told me she wasn't having any kids. And I quote, because look what it's done to you. Oh, They're brutal, aren't they? Brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chris Owen says my niece was little and she stood and stared at her grand's face and then said Granny why don't you get skin that fits oh dear <laughs> what is wrong you know, with I'm these pic- I'm picturing I'm picturing these are all just one child and I hate them I hate them so much <laughs> one kid <laughs> the Roald Dahl character Oh. <laughs> Gail Joyce says, not something my son said to me, but rather shouted across the border stroke passport control hold during our travel. Six years old, loudly shouted, I am a missing child, repeatedly. Oh, no. I have no idea where he came up with it. But thankfully, I had a copy of his birth certificate with me and my husband's name on, so border officials didn't have to raise any more eyebrows. Wow, that is a dark turn from a child, isn't it? Hmm. That is not good. That is not good. Uh, and Sophie Homer says, uh, we were having a new bathroom fitted and needed, uh, I needed the loot, so I had to improvise. Uh, an hour or so later, my son was eating dinner when the workman popped his head in and asked if he could make some lunch. My son, who was four at the time, turned around and casually said, Mum had a poo in the fruit bowl. I'm sure she didn't. <laughs> sure she didn't. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Emma? Have you had a, a time where a kid's insulted you? Yeah, it wasn't so much uh, an insult, but just uh, my nephew who who made me look a complete fool. Um, it must have been his seventh or eighth birthday party and we all sang happy birthday. And then at the end, I went in with real gusto and did a hip hip. And he just went, what's that? Oh, <laughs> I was like, hip, 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 hooray. And then I had to do three really sad hip, hip, hoorays on my own. Just by yourself. I didn't know what it was. Oh, we That's had probably like the first person who ever did that. <laughs> the first person who ever tried to <laughs> carry that off and everyone what and you go oh, I was hoping you might say hooray it was, uh, it was a long shot to be fair <laughs> we had uh, we had one a few weeks back on uh, on the breakfast show where they sang uh, a happy birthday happy birthday to you and their family for some reason in this new family they were you know a, a, a new girlfriend they also sing how old are you now after to the same tune. Same tune How old yeah. are you now? How old are you? And the person has to, whether it's in a restaurant, wherever, has to reply, "I'm 43 today. I'm 40." Like it just carries on this ridiculous song. <laughs> <laughs> who knew there was a third verse of Happy Birthday? And who knew it was so dark? <laughs> <laughs> matters the the difference between breakfast on a sunday and breakfast on a monday is staggering steve Mm, yeah i'm about to give you some information on the prize that you can win on breakfast right you don't mean me do you not you no we can't (laughs) win it because we we know the people organizing it but this is the sort of prizes they're giving away on the breakfast show right so far this year on absolute radio uh we've given away over half a million pounds to our listeners not on my show we haven't no it's been a lot of fun for other people. 
Okay, yeah. Susan, you have just won £10,000. No. <laughs> yes. No. Yes, 100% true. Oh, my God. Am I hearing you right? Are you pranking me? We're not pranking you. <laughs> Let's just see if you can say £30,000, because that's what you've won. I reckon they could do a bit with £35,000, John. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, that is amazing. Oh, yeah, dining eat chips, burger, you, you name it. You can do better than that with forty grand, mate. Dollar meat and chips. Winning £50,000 is Joe. Unbelievable. Now, 2020 has been more different than any of us could have ever imagined. We know that. Which is why we're giving away one of the biggest prizes on UK radio this year. And the biggest ever cash prize you've ever been able to win on Absolute Radio. Steve, listen to this. Okay. £100,000. Oh, wow. Eh? £100,000. This is going to change someone's life. It could buy your dream home, pay off your mortgage, or sort your holidays out for life. A hundred thousand pounds. If I gave you hundred thousand pounds, Steve, what's the first thing you do with it right now? Ooh, like Brewster's yeah. millions. You've got to get, yeah, got to get rid I've of it. Get rid of it. Yeah. Obviously, I'm. I, I'd get some sort of home broadcasting thing at the minute because I'm in the middle of my shed. Like you know, that would be good. With yeah. a with a mattress wrapped around me, trying to make this sound like a recording studio. Mm-hmm. I'd go something along. I'd put something towards this, and then I'd probably spend the rest on some sort of trains for my son. Yeah, that's where all my money goes. If you want to win £100,000, just enter right now. It could be you. Text the word WIN, W-I-N, to 81215. That's WIN to 81215. Do that and you're already in the draw. One entry could change your life forever. Text the word WIN to 81215 for the chance to win £100,000. Good luck. WIN £100,000. Cost £2 plus your standard network rate. You're playing across the Absolute Kiss and Magic Radio networks. Full terms and online entry at absoluteradio.co.uk. Over 18s only. Entries close Friday the 3rd of July at 5pm. Been talking this morning about those times where a kid has said the worst thing to you. Has absolutely destroyed you with a phrase or a word. Often true as well, which I always think is a bit That's off. the worst part, isn't it? Yeah, there's an element of truth in there. Uh, mm. Amanda Jenkins texting said, I had my hair cut short and asked my four-year-old son if he liked it. He said, you look like Skeletor. I'm 37, but it was st- <laughs> it still hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got Suzanne on the phone as well. Morning, Suzanne. How are you? I'm great, thank you. Lovely. Where are you calling from? Taiwan. Taiwan. Wow, crikey. What what do you do in Taiwan, Suzanne? I'm I'm a teacher in Taiwan. Yeah. So this is probably where you've this- had somebody say something harsh to you. <laughs> More than more than one time. <laughs> Tell us then. Tell us some your story. Of them, some of them can't be repeated on the radio. <laughs> Fair um, <enough. laughs> um, there was this one time I was uh, teaching a group of uh, nine-year-olds, mm-hmm. and we were teaching uh, about the phrase to jump high. And I said, I said to them, "Oh, I, you know, teacher is very old. I can't jump very high." Mm-hmm. And um, a girl at the front said, teacher, you're not old. And so I was like, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's lovely. And then she said, you're just fat. That's (laughs) that's why you can't jump. (laughs) Oh, brutal. 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 It's hard, isn't it, as well? Because, I mean, I don't know what you look like, Suzanne, but it's like with my kids, whenever they mention (laughs) it, I always think, well... I should probably tell them off for being harsh, but then you also tell them to tell yep. the truth. 
So it's like this well, Catch-22. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just say what they think. Yeah, I am fair fat, play. So, so but, you know, they're just fat. <laughs> I, I, actually, ye- yesterday, one of the teachers said that one of the students in the room was heavy. They said he's the heaviest in the room. And another student looked at me and said... Well, he's not the heaviest in the room. You just gotta yeah. run this gauntlet yeah. every day. It's just hoping to get through it. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's wow. not, not the worst thing. Wow, yeah. well look, so then, take care. Take yeah. care, Suzanne. Thanks so much for yeah, getting in thank touch. You. <laughs> See yeah, you now. Thank you. Uh, we're with you till 10 o'clock this morning. Um, I am slightly distracted because I'm doing the show, uh, but I'm also in the middle of a live auction. <laughs> you know, like you do. Yeah. I'm in the process of trying to buy the Chitty Chitty Bang Bang car that I drove and flew, by the way. Did you need a pilot's licence as well as a driving licence? I was Kratzka's pot, so... Yeah. He's he's a law unto himself. He don't, maybe he probably well, that doesn't things. really work in the real world. <laughs> what? I'm a law unto himself. I'm connecting his parts as you've been dragged away. If you lose the bid, <laughs> if you lose the bid, are you tempted to message him and say, just to let you know, I was Cracticus parts, or, or do you reckon everyone's trying that on them? <laughs> yeah. Well, the problem is there is a few. You know, maybe I'm up against Michael Ball, uh, Gary yeah. Wilmot, and Lee. It's like Spartacus, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I'm Cracticus parts. <laughs> Could be. Uh, these these are what I'm bidding for at the moment, right? I'm mm. bidding for Chitty after the crash. This is the the, the sort of carcass of an old car, uh, which was found in Mister Coggins' scrap scrapyard. That comes mm. with the grandstand and bunting. It says oh, here. Bunting. They've um, had to throw in bunting. Yeah, yeah. to make uh, it that's a sad day when you have to bid for bunting online. <laughs> <laughs> I've got Edison the family dog. Uh, this version is remote control, complete with radio control transmitter and several batteries. Well, my wife won't let us have a real dog, so mm. I'm hoping this is like a. This might be a fun, fun thing to have, you know. Mm. Uh, it actually the, comes with several batteries as well, so gives you an idea <laughs> exactly. how many batteries it needs. There's, uh, <laughs> yeah, there's the actual Chitty Chitty Bang Bang car. That was hard to say on breakfast. Mm. Uh, superbly built with several working gadgets. May need some recommissioning to make operational. Well, I don't need it to be operational. I'm not going to the shops in it. <laughs> <laughs> no. You Can you drive to... that on the road, do you think? Is that roadworthy? It like, could be roadworthy, yeah. Going chitty? Well, no. I mean, it's not got an engine. But other than that, it's well, It's over 40 yeah. years old, so you won't need tax. We don't need real <laughs> <need> MOT. <laughs> MOT. Yeah, it's not got. Um, yeah, it's not got an engine. So I mean, you could probably get an engine put into it, but no, I won't be doing that. Yeah. That'd be mad. Um, I've gone for the funfair props, the strongman weights. Um, these are those sort of like cartoon weights that um, so just, yeah, really light, but they look like proper really, weights. Exactly. Yeah, I just mm. thought they'd be funny to have. They're only 40 quid. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought, why not? <laughs> I've gone for Grandpa's Shed. Right. It's just like a shed, mm-hmm. like yeah. a funny-looking shed. That, I thought that might be nice in the garden. I've been outbid on the telephone box used by the spies to contact the Baron. Mm, Somebody know. really wants that red telephone box. Yeah. And uh, there's the, tame, the toy maker's shot front as well. Uh, very large wooden, uh, big double doors. That's only 200 quid. It's, just, it's so cheap. I was like, well, let's just see. I, I mean, I I've not told my wife. No. But obviously, what's she going to do if you end up with all of it? 
I mean, I've not. What are you going to do if you end up with all of it? Where are you going to put it? <laughs> I was thinking Chitty, right? If I got Chitty, I would mm. put her in a glass box on the front lawn. A glass box on the front lawn? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't it just get mucky, though, with the rain and stuff? No, because I've got a window cleaner. I'll just say, look, that's included in your round. Do the Chitty as well. <laughs> do the box. <laughs> What else would I do with it? I got, I got to put it. Anyway. I think you I? should get an electric engine in it, and some it could be like i chitty. You know what I mean? Like a future oh, hybrid electric mm. car. Yeah, yeah. If you're gonna get an engine, mm. there you go. I like, I like the way you think. Manford. One of the subjects we talked about a little while back, uh, Glenn and Emma, on my Sunday show was, do you know, obviously when PE with Joe started at the beginning of this lockdown. Mm. Oh, yeah. And everyone was into it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you Remember those it? two weeks? Remember that three days that <laughs> we did PE with Joe? Is he, is, he still putting, is he still putting those out? I think he's, he's still, still doing is, it. Yeah. No, yeah. he stopped now. Like, like, like when has he, has he he's sending out signals to Mars just in case. Yeah. <laughs> has he stopped now, Emma? Has he packed in? He's now doing it like twice a week. He's not doing it every day. Oh, I think he was probably like, this is too much and running out of fancy. Just rewatch. Yeah, watch Even he's had enough. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was that Thursday he dressed as Hitler. I thought, he's running out of ideas, this guy. He's running out of ideas. Yeah. So, uh, one of the things me and Steve came up with at the time was because we were obviously trying to mimic school, and because obviously kids were missing school, and, uh, and we were sort of reminded about our school days, and we were suddenly homeschooling. And we had pee with Joe in the morning, and mm. I came up with this idea, and we never did it because I don't have the same uh, get up and go as Joe Wicks, but we're going to do it now on breakfast, uh, was school hymns. You know when you were in school and you were in the assembly, and oh, the, yeah. you all got together and you all sang the same songs every single day, every single morning for 20 minutes or whatever, and let's be honest, there was a couple that you'd forgotten about, but there were some absolute anthems. Mm. Oh, bangers. That's got to be the best part of the school day, isn't it? Wasn't it? Yes. You know, when you were mm. giving it, he's got the whole world yeah. in his hands. That was a tune, man. Mm. And then there was the odd ones like Streets of London and Jake the Have Peg. Have you seen yeah. the old man? Yeah, I mean, Jake the Peg was, That's in gone, hindsight, no, really odd. Yeah, they're that's not, really good. I'm not doing that anymore. Uh, give me oil in my lamp, keep it burning. Like that's tunes, true. man. That my body lies over the ocean. They're standing up and sitting down <laughs> every time I say body. One more step along the world I go. Absolute tunes. Bangers. And obviously, come by our uh, oh. morning has broken. Shine Jesus Shine They were all in there Right So this week What we're going to do We're going to put together Now that's what I call Assembly Bangers <laughs> That's what we're doing It's a new album okay? <laughs> It's a new album Now that's what I call Assembly Bangers Which one do you remember From school Glenn What can you think of any Oh, some absolute classics. Cross over the road, my friend. Jubilate. We did Jerusalem once, which was heavy. Oh, yeah, that yeah, is heavy, but great. Yeah. What about you, Emma? Yeah, uh, all things bright and beautiful. Uh, yes. Lord of the Dance, you know, when that one went, oh, oh, yeah. cut me down Lord, and I leapt yeah. up high. Oh, Lord of the Dance, yes, I love it. <laughs> oh, great. And the mad thing was, like, we weren't, I mean, my mum's religious, but we weren't particularly religious. Most of the people, it was just a, you know, a, a regular school. It wasn't a religious school. Yeah. 
as soon as those songs started, we were we were giving it right up to the heavens. It's pretty, pretty Jesus heavy, isn't it? They were those pretty songs. Jesus heavy, but I was sort of fine with it. I was, I was kind of cool with it. Uh, so we're going to come up with uh, the top uh, the top songs for our now. That's what I call assembly bangers. So feel free to get in touch, and I want to hear your versions of them. Okay, so mm. if you've got something slightly different uh, that you want to do with one, uh, maybe you want to rock one up a little bit. Like, let's get them out there. Let's get them out there. Who knows which ones are going to make it onto the official album now maybe we could start an absolute hymns we've got 60s 70s 80s yeah that's a good idea absolute hymns i'm thinking about this jason manford on absolute radio now steve what i love about our friendship is when one of us gets excited about something the other one is always equally as excited and if anything goes the next stage yeah. Now I'm yep. very excited about now. That's what I call assembly bangers, bringing out all those hymns that we used to just bang out every morning when we were back at school. Yep. And you, my friend, have been busy on Garage Band. I've been on Garage Band. <laughs> <laughs> I was on there a good uh, 15, 20 minutes. And I've uh, my favourite of the time was always yeah. all things bright and beautiful. Uh, yeah. And I think purple-headed this mountains. is how I remember. Yeah, purple-headed mountains. That's, the that's best why. Bit, I mean, that's, that's the why. Best bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I did a little version of it. It starts, yeah. uh, you know, classic like you'd remember it. You oh, know, yeah. in the, Singing it in school or in church, and then it sort of goes into more of a, a banger mode. I think I like to call okay, it. Okay. So this is so. your. So this is your entry. Just imagine into... me and my shed yesterday doing this when you listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> this is your entry into uh, now. That's what I call assembly bangers. All things. Bright and beautiful, all creatures great and small. Sound like a vicar as well. I like it. That's what I was going for. Yeah, the Cambry Wonderful, the Lord God made them all. Oh, here we go. to end it so it just sort of fades out oh, I'm having that let's wow. little round of applause for Steve there like when Good the banger, synths first came in it felt like a very educational TV show <laughs> yeah, from, the, from the early 90s <laughs> that is our first entry into now that's what I call assembly bangers so you've got some way to beat it because that was an absolute tune uh, if you have got one that you uh, that you you've got a bit of time this week and you want to record your own assembly banger then you can can get in touch you can email me off the website uh, you can just uh, put it onto my uh, twitter or facebook or whatever you want to do and we will play out the top assembly bangers this week all things bright and beautiful fair play steve you've, you've brought a little tear to a, to an old man's eye It's the Jason Manford Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, and it's the home of the No Repeat Guarantee, where we won't play you the same song between 9 and 5 o'clock every single day. Uh, as we're covering Dave Berry's Breakfast Show this week, we're looking for your puns uh, this week. We love a pun. 
We love a pun, don't we, Steve? We're big oh, fans. Oh, love a pun. Love a pun. Uh, we're going to create our starting 11 from your best puns. So this morning, we're going to go for uh, food, because it's breakfast, so that makes mm-hmm. sense, doesn't it? We're going to go food and uh, films together, okay? Yes, it's day one, and we're already clutching at straws. But here we go. So films and uh, films together. I've already put this out online, so I've got a few already. You guys can be having a think there, Glenn and Emma, have, and Steve, mm-hmm. have a little think about yeah. yours. Uh, so people have gone for it already. Steve Butler, top bun. Nice. Top Gary oh, Duca, nice. Goodfellas Pizza. <laughs> Stu, <laughs> Stu Watts. I mean, that's. I'm not sure you can have that because I'm sure the pizza is named after the actual film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stu Watts, The Lion Bar King. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. Uh, not sure about that one either. I'm not, these are not going in the top 11 so far. Uh, Pete Stone, scone in 60 seconds. Nice. Like that. yeah. That's yeah. good. Uh, Chris Chapman, the Burger King and I. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lisa mm-hmm. Marie Wilson, Toastbusters. Nice. <laughs> very good. They're very good. Some people not quite got it. Lisa W, Breakfast and Furious. <laughs> you'd have to really go with the fast yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah uh, Harry Potted Beef and the Saucer of Tea I mean just put effort in yeah. I like that I don't I know what like it means it. no <laughs> Thelma tea doesn't and rhyme Lu- with stone but fine that's fine <laughs> Deborah Bennett Thelma and Louisiana Sauce I mean nice. we're struggling oh, uh, Mark nice. Holiday Corn Free so we've got a few <laughs> decent ones. I've got yes. a few decent ones. So keep having to think about that, uh, and we'll be collecting them over the next hour uh, to get our starting 11 of best food film puns. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. morning, Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Uh, we're talking food film puns this morning for this uh, next hour. Some good ones coming in already. Lisa says, uh, true pies. Nice, true, true pies. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's quite good. Uh, Dale says, reservoir hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, works. Not, not bad. Um, well, let's see what we can come up with. Emma, what have you got? Uh, I've gone with uh, pie another day. Nice. That's good, yeah. Hi, yeah. another day. Good one. I am legend. <laughs> nice, nice, <Okay>. nice. <laughs> Very and good. This one, this one might be a stretch, but uh, begetting Sarah Marshall. Oh, lovely. Oh, that that's right? pretty good. Yeah, I can see what you've. I see what you've done. Yeah, no, I'm into it. I'm into it. Uh, Glenn, what have you gone for? Uh, catch me if you flan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I've got a punnet of the grapes, and uh, oh. I've gone French for this one. Uh, oh. The world is not une earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> very good, very good. All right, I like that. Um, what am I going to go with? I was going to go with um, uh, Bean Streets. Nice. Yes, yes. Scorsese film. Uh, prawn on the Fourth of July. Lovely stuff. Oh, that's good. Yeah, nice. Yeah. That's all right, isn't it? And uh, Cheesy Rider. <laughs> Very good. Uh, we've got some as well. Dave Knoll says the hunt for red October sauce. Again, these don't work. <laughs> What's October sauce? Just add a word on red afterwards. Hot October. Hot October. That doesn't work. <laughs> you might as well just say cat on a hot sauce roof and just, just be done with it. <laughs> Matters. 
Good morning, Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Uh, we're covering Dave's show this week, and oh, I love the. I've always loved puns. I'm, I'm a big fan of the pun. Uh, I think the thing I love more than people who nail it and get a really good one is the people who have attempted it and got a really rubbish one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're the like some people like Paul Buckley stakes uh, stakes on a plane. Like that's a great one. Nice. That works. Well, it's clean. Yeah. Fits. It's clean. It fits. It's great. And then there's other people who've like got the crowbar out. Someone's put Casablanca. Can't even say it. Hang on. What Casa- is this? Casa no, I mean, it's just sort of the same number of letters, but that's it. It, it works written down, maybe. But that's only because Blamange is spelt in an insane way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Codfather, I mean, that's, that's natural, isn't it? That's that's a chip that shop, one, isn't yeah. it? There's a lot of chip yeah. shops called the Codfather. Yeah. Uh, pie Hard. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, ten Things I Hate About Stew. Mm, nice. <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, Black Forest Gump. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's I mean, that's got a double meaning. We'll, we'll move yeah, on. Uh, it does a bit. Steve, have you got any? Well, I like I, I like the ones that don't work. Like you just yeah, said, like driving Miss Maisie, which is like the maze <laughs> yeah. snack. They're the, just go for the ones that don't work. Yeah, fridge over those. the river Kwai, things like that. Not quite there. Not fridge, fridge. No, it's not food though, is it? Yeah. <laughs> Bed knobs and breadsticks. That's good. I like that's that one. Bad, is it? That's not bad, is it? Curious case of a chocolate button. Miami you know. rice. Miami rice. work. Another film. Before. Oh, it is a film. Sorry. Yeah. Ignore oh, me. Of course. I don't deserve to speak. It goes, steak, ski and hotch. It's <laughs> like, great one there, nothing. <laughs> I love it. This is Jason Manford. This is Matters. Thanks very much for joining us here on our first day of the breakfast show. I think we got away with it, Steve. Just about. I think we got away. What do you reckon, Glenn? Emma, do you think we got away with it? Yeah, you can come back. Yeah, tomorrow. I reckon we'll see you some R. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're contractually obliged, but we will very much be back <laughs> tomorrow morning. Your start at eleven for Punderland will be online very shortly, so you can have a little look to see if your one made it there. If you're staying with Absolute Radio, Leona Graham is up next with her tea break trivia. But enjoy the rest of your day, and we'll see you tomorrow on Absolute Radio. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio.